Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. I'm your host, Mark, and with your permission, we'd love this podcast to be your digital companion for the next little bit at least. In this episode, I chat to Buddy, who hails all the way from Sri Lanka. We talk about his life in Sri Lanka and how a dream career took him to Dublin. But I have to say, what I loved most about his story is about how he became a magician. Have a listen to how he found his mentor and how that mentor taught him all that he needed to know. I find it really inspiring. He finishes the chat by performing a trick which blew my mind. Hopefully, you'll be able to appreciate it via this podcast. If you're enjoying the show, guys, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a friend, maybe leave a rating or a view. Those small acts are the lifeblood of this show, and without them, unfortunately, the show will just get lost amongst the noise. For those of you who have already done so, I cannot thank you enough. Now, here's my chat with Buddy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So How are your karaoke skills? Oh, I just sang one song, that's it. <laughs> yeah, just to say that you did it. Yeah, just people, to say that I did it. People would leave you alone. Exactly. What's your karaoke song? I sang Mamma Mia. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. I thought you were going to say something totally different. Probably is a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that. And by the time I came home, it was like half full. Oof, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look tired or anything. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay. Slept. Yeah. Did like that's why I told have been making at half twelve. Yeah, it's, it's, you it's slept a bit late. Yeah, it's a bit late. To be honest, it suited me as well. <laughs> I didn't get here until about quarter past twelve. Oh, so yeah, I, because actually, there's just I drove in and coming through. I don't know if you know Fairview, but they're doing roadworks there for the past year, and it's just continuing and continuing. But it's only one lane for traffic to enter and come out of the city. So you know they have those stop go. So yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. it took me like half an hour oh. to get through there. Yeah, painful. Anyway, that's uh, that's not very interesting for most people to to hear. But listen, I'm kind of interested to know a bit more before we talk about like how you ended up here and why you ended up here, and your obviously your hobby of of being a magician. Yeah. Which, uh, 
by the way, we saw in the last show, mm -hmm. uh, and it was unbelievable. Uh, it was so, so good. I was really, really impressed. Um, and yeah, I, astonished, I guess, is, is the right <laughs> way to put it as well. But tell me a bit about your life in in Sri Lanka before before you left, before you came to where maybe you didn't come directly to Ireland. I don't know. What was what, what was the story there? Yeah, so I am origin from Sri Lanka. And uh, the reason I came to Ireland, so I always wanted to, um, how would I say this, uh, wanted to come to Europe. I've visited Europe several times uh, as a tourist, but I just wanted to uh, settle down in mm. Europe also. And uh, for non-Europeans, it's very hard to come in unless you don't get a work visa, you know. Yeah. So fortunately, um, there was a shortage of people in my specific field and the company uh, said that all right we're going to post an ad and um, we are willing to sponsor lads whoever wants to come Brilliant. and that's how we got in so a few of the lads from Sri Lanka did apply and got the opportunity to come here great so the lifestyle is I would say uh Ireland is pretty much similar to Sri Lanka. Really? Uh, apart from the weather. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the culture, the people, even my workplace, it's like very similar. There's, there was no huge difference between um, Sri Lanka and the place, Sri Lankan Airlines and place I work now. Okay. So it's it's pretty much similar. There was no major difference apart from the weather, as I told you. Yeah. So uh, the main reason was just wanted uh, to move to Europe and I think uh, when the opportunity is there you need to grab it in both hands yeah absolutely yeah I, we've way back so this is this will be episode number 120 something all right I can't even remember now but I think episode three or four or five whichever one it was was with Melinda who's a comedian all right uh, yeah okay she's from Sri Lanka as well so well, he was actually uh, Sri Lanka was one of the first countries that we or people that we interviewed I met yeah. Malinda about uh, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. And yeah. uh, we just had a, a small discussion on having a show together. Brilliant. A comedy show with magic, you know. That would be very cool. Yeah. yeah. He said that it's something different that hasn't been done here. So I had a small idea with him, had a small chat, and we'll see how it goes probably next year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that could be something very fun. True, yeah. yeah. Something different. I have to say that it... So for our live shows, uh, and we'll go back to your story in, in a little yeah, bit, but just yeah. uh, just on this topic, for our live shows that have been happening this year, they've just kind of materialized, and that's just basically being musicians and comedians. Uh -huh. uh, so I think you were one of the first who's not in that category. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and I thought it was brilliant. I was like, okay, this is, this is the direction that we need to go, that without being, I don't want it to be like a, and um, what's one of those kind of like a variety actor? I don't like, but it's so nice to just have something that's a bit different. And oh, I think yeah. the magic, as I was thinking, it it really brought people to you know made people smile, brought people together, and that's actually the intention of the night. Oh yeah, you know, so yeah, true. it helped even just people to feel more comfortable with each other when there's something like to I don't know to enjoy together. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's like something different that uh, people like yeah and uh, it's not like uh, singing a song and you know it's like yeah. something different that people don't see often you know so people might be 
liking to see it, I don't know. But it's interactive, you see. Exactly, it's so, engaging. Like, in exactly. Yeah. Uh, with, a, with a song, you just sit there and listen to it and you really enjoy it. That's, yeah, that's right. Bit, yeah. And a comedy, the same. Uh, well, uh, there is sometimes obviously a little bit of interaction in comedy, but a lot of people are nervous about that interaction yeah. more so than more so than magic playing. Or maybe it depends on the trick. Um, anyway, back to so you moved when? How many years ago did you move from? Oh, I moved in March, not too long. March. Yeah, yeah, just I would say in eight months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and apart, okay, apart from the weather, there's been no other cult culture shock for you. Not really, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, probably because. Uh, even when I was in Sri Lanka, I used to travel a lot. So I called to several countries, I met people, spoken to people, interacted, so and so forth. So when I move in here, there was no major culture shock, to be honest. It's like, mm. it's like moving from one company in Sri Lanka to another company in Sri Lanka, it's just simple mm. as that, yeah. Mm. And people at work were really welcoming and supporting, so it's very good in their way, yeah. Um, my my knowledge of, of Sri Lanka in general, I have a little bit, but it's obviously limited. Yeah. Um, what is like the living situation there like at the moment? I think I spoke to Melinda before, not too long ago, and he was talking about the economy being a little bit all over the place. Yeah. So in two thousand and twenty-two, we hit a huge crisis, where we were probably the third or fourth um, country with the poor, the very low poor economy mm. in, the, in the world mm. and uh, there was a lot of political economical instability in the country mm-hmm. at that time dollar hit like crazy amounts and uh, inflation hit to like i would say 300 oh percent yeah oh my god yeah so and so forth then it was like it's a huge crisis back then um in 2020 not long last year 2022 yeah and but currently it's it's I would I wouldn't say it's like stable hundred percent, but it's getting there gradually. Okay. Uh, but people are surviving. I would rather say than living the life they're like surviving. It's all right, going all right. But it was way better uh, five years ago, probably just before COVID and stuff. Obviously, it's a developing country. Yeah. You cannot compare Europe and Sri Lanka, but yeah. When you take uh, countries in Asia and Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka was doing pretty good yeah. people were living the life and enjoying and economy was all right political stability was all right it was going on but suddenly this shock came in i think probably after covid and some political stuff came in so and so forth then this major crisis back then and it was crazy mm. yeah can i ask you what inspired you to travel oh i always loved traveling i love to have tried different cuisines, go to different places, see different parts of the world. Uh, probably that could be a reason why I joined uh, a travel industry. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it helps me massively in order to travel, you know, like get the tickets. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you just travel whenever you want to and so forth. So inspiration wise, I would say no i would say from my childhood i just love traveling and because even my mom is into the traveling industry she's also works for an airline so from small days we used to travel wow yeah so probably from small days i had i've seen different places and i wanted to see more places probably yeah could be a reason yeah i imagine because i if she maybe was talking to you about the places that she went yeah yeah um, 
and that does that give you a different perspective to to maybe other people in it could be i'm just saying Sri Lanka, it could be any country yeah definitely people who have that uh, perspective of travel generally kind of makes a person a little bit different or distinct from from other people i think uh for people to travel, especially in countries like Sri Lanka, you need to, your economy should be really good. You should have some money to travel because tickets are really expensive. Yeah. When you go to a different country, the conversion comes into play. Yeah. And all this, it's a multiplication of how much it is in rupees, so and so forth. Mm. So you need to think a lot of the tough things back of your head. Yeah. You know? So the advantage that I had from small days was I got the ticket for free. Uh, for a le- very low amount, I would wow. say, not for free, I would say low amount. So that was a big advantage. So all those money that you spend on the ticket, you can spend on the expenses that once you go to the country, you know. Yeah. So that was an advantage, even going as a family, even going as an individual, that was an advantage. Yeah. So you can't blame the people for not traveling because... Of course not. Because yeah. they might have different priorities, you know. Yeah. So, but... Uh, I would say that economy factor might be having a big play or big major role, uh, not traveling or considering to travel. Mm. Uh, yeah. But when you come to Europe, it's 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 not the case, you know. In the, if you're in the mainland, you just take a car and you just go to a other country. It's easy. Yeah. Take a car, or to be honest with you, and I don't know if this is how correct this is or not, but or how morally correct it is or ethical. But a flight is often even cheaper than taking a than a the cars are yeah like true or even i'm flying to spain next week and it is substantially cheaper for me to fly to spain uh-huh or about 20 euro cheaper than with the flights that i got than it is to take a train to dundalk oh okay which is like an hour and a half driving from here oh yeah all right it's crazy now i don't know i could should it you know, it basically is 34 euros returned oh, to fly to good. Paris. But it's ridiculous. Very good, yeah. Like, how, how, that's even a dinner. Like, <laughs> you'd pay for a more expensive dinner. Exactly. I bought it and I'm happy about it, but I don't know if it's the correct I'm pretty thing. sure you spent more than that last night. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Jeez, for two beers. Almost cost you 34 euros. God forbid somebody has a cocktail. Yeah. Um, how did then this, I, I guess, hobby or passion for magic come about? Uh, so I used to perform magic for the last 10 years or so. But uh, again, when I was small, I really liked seeing magic and you know, but do magic and all, but I couldn't do it, but I was like really small and stuff. So when I just left school, uh, a few of, another friend of mine, uh, he did a card trick to a few of the, few of other friends and they were really happy and shocked and they were really amazed. A very simple trick. So me being a spectator, I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. I also want to do this trick, but I don't know how it happens. But the reactions that they got, uh, the reactions that people had on that simple trick was amazing. Yeah. So I was wondering if I can do that trick, it could be amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So how can I do this trick? I don't know how it happens. So just wondering how to do, uh, just took a pack of cards, Tried to do it, couldn't do it. And I don't know how, but there was another guy at school who used to be a street magician in Sri Lanka. Yeah. So a few months back, after, after a few months, this incident happened. This fellow was doing a trick to a few of my other friends. 
And obviously, he's a street magician, professional guy, and they were like, amazed, like, yeah. mind blown. So after the performance, I went to him and said, look, I want to learn magic. Would you mind teaching me? He said, ah, I don't teach magic, you know? Okay. So I said, come on, I really like to do magic. I, I like performing. I didn't know that I can perform even, but I knew that I wanted to do this trick. Probably to learn only that trick that my friend did to impress the friends. So he said, uh, oh, I don't teach magic. Uh, you can ask someone else and so forth. But there was no one else to ask because I didn't know anyone. Because it's also a niche community. Magicians very small, I even know. in Sri Lanka. You know? Yeah. Uh, so what happened after that, he said, because I was troubling him so much, he said, okay, <laughs> bring a pack of cards and come to this place. I'll teach you a few tricks. So I went to that place on that day and knocked on the door. No one came out. And I stayed there for like half an hour. I called the fellow, he didn't answer. I went home. And after like a day or so, I called him back and he said, hey, sorry, I had to go out uh, for an emergency situation. We'll do it again, come on this day, this time. I said, yeah, I have a pack of cards as well, I'll come. I went. On my way, he called and said, look, today also I won't be able to do it. Are you no. on the way and stuff? I said, yeah, I'm almost there. He said, okay, fine. We'll do it on this day and stuff. I went for the third day also. I had to wait. He said, I'm out. Wait for one hour. I'll, I'll be back and stuff. So I stayed outside. And after like one hour, he came from the inside and he said, all right, we'll do it today. And uh, he said, look, all these three days I was in, in the house. I just wanted to check whether you would come on the second day. Oh my yeah. gosh. I just wanted to check whether you are actually keen on learning magic because there are loads of people who have asked me that they want to learn magic, but they never came on the second day. So you came on the second day, I don't want to try whether you'd come on the third day. So you're here on the third day, you stayed for one hour, I'll teach you one trick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he okay. said, look, uh, I can teach you and I'm going to charge you, okay? Because it's not for free. Yeah. I'm going to charge you. I said, that's fine. And he charged me like 500 rupees per session or whatever. Back then, like 10 years ago, it was all right. So I paid him. What he did was he didn't teach me tricks. He taught me techniques, moves. He said, okay, this is the first move that you should learn. There's a second move. You need to practice for one hour right here. So I had to practice. I had to go home, come next week and show him the move. And then he will teach me two other moves. That's how it happened. Wow. Yeah, and then he charged me 500 for every session. We did for about five, six sessions, probably. And after that, probably to motivate me, he performed tricks on me. He showed me tricks. Yeah, so he said, uh, so next week, if you practice this and come, I will teach you another move next week. If you master that, you will know this, how this trick happens. So he never taught me tricks. He taught me techniques. Wow. I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah, he yeah. taught me techniques. Like he said, if you know the technique, you can figure it out how the tricks happen. But if I taught, teach you the trick, you will only know that trick. Yeah. Okay. So even after some time, people will develop magic, make take it to the next level. But if you know the base or the foundation is good, it'll be very easy for you to figure out how it happens. I mean, this is interesting because I had just assumed that you... Like, I don't know, I, but I don't know how people learn magic, but I thought maybe you watched loads of YouTube videos or something. That's the thing, yeah. YouTube is a good thing, but 
YouTube doesn't teach you techniques. Yeah. It'll teach you the trick. It'll reveal what the trick is. That's yeah. it. And that's the end. So we did for like six sessions and he said, look, I've taught you like 20 plus techniques. It's more than enough. Now you can figure it out how it happens. You build your own routine. You make your own style. Now you watch magicians performing and get things into you. There are certain nice, nice things that they do, like professional magicians around the world. And see what suits you and pick that thing to you. And you go out and perform. The more you perform, the more you'll be better. Mm. And on the last day, he said, look, all these five days I charged you because, not because I wanted money, because it has a value for it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want you to teach for free. I just wanted to give you some value for the things that I teach you. Yeah. And this is not money for me. So just because you came for all these six sessions and because you've done a pretty good job, and he gave me a bicycle pack of cards saying, wow, this is from the money that you give me. Wow. Yeah, this is, you do this uh, magic from this card pack. Wow. Yeah, so... He because sounds like a, like a, a Mr. Miyagi type character. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Daniel's son and Mr. Yeah. Miyagi. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because uh, those pack of cards were a bit expensive because you had to bring them down from US. Uh, okay. Was back then you couldn't find it in Sri Lanka. Those bicycle pack of cards. What, what is that? I don't... It's a. It's it's. A, so I have it right now. It's a, it's a normal playing playing cards, but the only thing is it's plastic, right? Okay. So you can. It's durable. You can bend it. You can do whatever you want, but you can use it for a longer time. It's it's okay. no trick deck. Yeah. It's just a plastic deck that uh, is durable. Uh, which you can use it for a longer time because the ones we had or the ones I used uh, in Sri Lanka was the paper one, right? Yeah. Paper cards. So because of the humidity with the sweat on your hands and stuff, you can't use it for a long time, probably like a month or so, and it gets... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Very soggy, and the uh, sides gets brown and all. It's not peeling and nice. But this, it's pretty good. You can use for a longer time. And he said, "Look, this pack of cards is for you. You practice from this and do tricks from this and stuff." I still have the pack of cards he gave me. 
Yeah, I was going to say, are they, is, that's not them. That's though. not them, no. that's not them, no. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. How many years ago was this? This was about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay, so he taught you these techniques. Yeah. And then from there, have you just been self-learning? Yes, after that, I've been self-learning. Well, incredible. Now, when a person performs a trick, like eight out of 10, I'm able to figure out how it happens. Okay. Uh, probably because I know the techniques and stuff, but now magic has evolved like crazy. It's gone to the next level using technology, different kind of things and all. And it's, it's massive. It's, it's, it's beyond what you think right now. Yeah. How, that's, this is what I tell my friends as well. It's performing a magic is not no big deal to be honest. Yeah, if you practice, if you know your techniques, if you put on time and effort, I believe anyone can perform magic. Only thing is there are a few things that you need to know, like how to present yourself, how to manage the audience, so and so mm. forth. But the real deal is creating a trick. Yeah. That's the real deal. How you think about it, how, how you want to see the effect, and for the effect, the things that you use, so that thinking is the real deal. So the people who create magic, they are like genius. You know? Yeah. That's, that's Matt, are you into creating any uh, tricks or? I really want to create a trick. Yeah. But uh, it's I hard. haven't created, yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. I spoke to you at the show and I was asking if you would like to like live from this to make it your career and you said no, yeah. um, as far as I remember. Um, is there any particular reason for that or? Thing is, uh, the field that I am in, mm. uh, I enjoy that as well. So I don't yeah. want to drop that out, yeah. number one. And to live out of magic, you need to be like properly, properly established. Yeah, you know, you need to have at least, I would say how many, about six public shows, like shows per year, at mm. least. Mm. And those shows needs to be sold out. Mm. And you need to have like, I would say like four or five gigs at least yeah. fortnight, no? Yeah. So I don't know whether it'll be easy to establish uh, that level. Yeah, of no? course. It'll, it'll yeah. take loads of loads of time. Yeah. So it's a risk to drop down the profession that you are properly established in mm. and to um, take more time to get established on another profession unless you do it hand in hand mm. no? while you keep that in. Yeah. Do your hobby and try to get established as well. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> you should go for it, man. It's, it's just been, um, I really admire people when they when they do that. I think it's nice to see. It's also lovely to see that you enjoy your job as well. That's not like, oh, I hate my job and then I need this to happen. It's, you just seem like perfectly happy, right? How long does it take, like, let's say a difficult card trick? How many hours does it take you to perfect that? So when I started, I. There were days that I used to practice for about six hours. Every day? Uh, when I was going to that guy. Yeah. To learn, wow. probably, yeah. Because I wasn't good at that time, obviously, because it's the yeah. very first time. Uh, so, yeah, there were days that I used to practice for about six hours. I used to get scolded by my mother because there were, like, cars everywhere. I actually saw them and all, you know. Uh, and uh, even now, I whenever a new trick comes in, I practice for not for others to be honest, but at least five six times the same trick. Yeah. To make sure that uh, I can handle the trick properly. Yeah. But uh, now 
after been performing for like 10 years which is not good uh, you tend to think that you know the thing which <laughs> okay. is not good but yeah. you need to practice but yeah. because of that i would say complacency or whatever yeah, yeah. you tend to feel like ah, i can do this i know this move okay so i can do it and stuff which is not good you need to practice before you mm. perform but i do practice now as well so uh, for a question for a for a hard trick to master it will take hours about three four five six hours even days okay i know but there could be tricks that uh, are amazing to see but it's a very simple move that you have to do which you already know mm. and stuff mm. so yeah it depends on the trick i'll say so you do some street magic around dublin i've seen some uh, yeah i've seen some videos on youtube which is great um what has been the reaction of people? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I told you that I used to travel uh, around even when I was in Sri Lanka. There were like, there are four of my friends, four of us, we go to different countries, so and so forth. So every time I go to a country, I used to do street magic. Uh-huh. And my friends used to video and stuff. Yeah. And used to get crazy reactions and people... We used to get loads of friends after that, and all because it's it's a nice way to uh, start a conversation, make new Absolutely, friends, yeah. engage with people, yeah. and stuff. Uh, so it's been pretty nice uh, around the world. And even here, when I used to do street magic, people give, give like crazy reactions. It's like pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's what motivates a magician. It's not the money or, or the thing, but the reaction that you get. You feel like oh, I should do another trick, yeah? Right? Because that's pretty amazing. That's that's priceless, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I ask? So, you're approaching a group of people just on the street. Obviously, you don't know them. Um, do you do you have the trick in your mind before you approach them, or do you wait to see what type of people they are before you decide what trick to do? Yes, depending on the people, I would uh, change my trick, you know, because if it's like just one person. It'll be a, a trick to that that person. Yeah. It's like two people. I try to engage both of them together. Yeah. If there's like uh, four people, I used to I I do a trick for all four of them. Yeah. So they feel like all of them are engaged, not just one person, and they are just witnessing the trick. Yeah. They are the trick. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's really clever because I'm even thinking of back to when you were doing a trick for us on the show, and there was like maybe four or five people watching you do this trick. Um, but I could see one of the guys beside me, he was looking at you like really hard and he was trying to like not catch you, but he was trying to see what was going on. Um, but he didn't, he didn't figure it out. But obviously you must have that in your mind. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, you know, okay, I'm focusing on this one person, I'm talking to them, but I'm very conscious that this other guy beside me is trying to figure out so what's that, happening. That similar thing happened at the show. So the first table I went to, I got the pack of cards and I gave to a guy and I said, can you shuffle the cards? And he gave like a proper magician's shuffle. Yeah? Okay. And he gave some cuts as well. And I figured that this guy knows the trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy, he might not know the trick that I'm going to do, right? Yeah. Because there are loads of tricks of course. in the world. Uh, he might know the moves that I'm going to do. Yeah. So what I did was I avoided him and I did the trick <laughs> to the others. <laughs> and after the show, oh, after the performance, I went to him and I asked, do you know magic? He said, yes. He's, you might know him. He's into acts touring. Almost. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. He was supposed to be here today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but he has to work, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. So he said, yeah, I, I know magic. Uh, I 
know the tricks that you perform as well. Some of the tricks that you did, it's pretty cool really? and stuff. Okay. I said, yeah, that's why I avoided you. And <laughs> <protect> you. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. And um, I, I like listen. I, I hope that we can organize for you to do uh, another performance at one oh, of our, sure. our, our, our yeah. next shows. I'm not exactly sure. So um, if you're here on the 27th of November, maybe you can talk to me afterwards or not. But that would be great if you are. Because if not, I might. I don't think I'm going to do a, a show in December. Right. Uh, just because it's a very busy time for everybody. I know it's. I might do an, uh, some type of meetup, but not not a show. Yeah. Because um, also it's just it's just so much work involved in it. Um, and then January will 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 be ready to. Oh yeah. Again. Because I'll be going to Sri Lanka a. In two weeks' time, okay. I might not be on the twenty seventh. Okay, probably January. January would be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we can have a little sit down and, and kind of decide how uh, with the other performers as well. It's my intention going forward is to actually kind of, even though everybody's doing a very different act, but how can we combine all of these oh, into one cool. show? Yeah, without you know taking too much of people's time either. And so I'd really love to do that. I think that would be like the next the next step for it. Um, what are your since you've come here? You've only been here since March, but I'm interested in know some of your your favourite spots in Dublin. Ah, uh, so I've uh, gone to uh, Cliff Cliffs of Ball. Ooh, very windy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta be careful there. Yeah, then uh, a few of my friends in Cork. So been there. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, uh, we went to uh, Bixford. Also, nice. it's a nice place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got nice places here. Yeah. Ray, it's to be very nice. Ray is lovely. Yeah. Have you been to Holt? Yes, Holt. Yeah. I did the cliff walk as well. It's very Holt. nice. Yeah. Holt is one of my favorite places in Dublin. Um, it's very nice. And a nice place to just go and even if you want to have some food. Yes, um, seafood and nice, stuff. Yeah. Nice spot, exactly. Yeah, if you're into seafood. What type of, like, what's the cuisine, the stereotypical cuisine in, in Sri Lanka? Oh, it's rice and curry. Rice and curry. Yeah, Okay. mainly. Yeah. And do you cook that mostly for yourself? I'm not a that. I'm not a good cook. No, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I hear you're very with the techniques of the tricks. Yeah, I'm sure you could apply it. It's just it's not that you're a good, not a good cook. It's that you don't want to be a good exactly. cook. Exactly. <laughs> Probably I don't. I don't like to be in the kitchen too long. I don't. I don't enjoy cooking. Probably uh, I don't know. Uh, probably that's something in your head saying mm. that you don't want to cook. But if you actually put some effort, might be able to cook. But yeah. I survive, you know. Yeah, survive. Like, do you eat out, order in? No, no, I always cook at home. Okay. Yeah, but not like the Minimum. food at home, you know. Yeah, yeah. okay, just basic stuff. Basic yeah, stuff. I, I quite enjoy, I don't have, I say I quite enjoy, but for the last couple of months, I, I haven't found myself cooking too often. There's been a lot of just crappy meals and unhealthy food, so I have to, in the new year, new year, new me, oh. uh, buddy, you know, that's that's the idea. Um but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that too. Well, just I'm interested to know a little bit as well about the focus that it takes to do a card trick or to do magic in general. Or you know, it's the same. You said you you spend six hours a day practicing. I know that you don't do that anymore. But I also had um or have a friend who he changed his field actually. But he used to be a professional musician, oh. and he would you know the similar. It was actual classic guitar, so it was very solitary. Uh, and just sitting down with a guitar six hours practicing scales over and over again and I always said to him how do you have the the discipline to do that like I'm not an undisciplined person but I would never be able to have the focus I've always struggled with say things that require a long 
a lot of focus in one day. I can, I can focus for 20 minutes, but then I'm gone. I need to take a break. Even when I was, I, that was, I, I figured that out when I was younger and I had to study for something, I could only focus for 20 minutes. And then I just go out and throw darts just to like, I don't know, give the monkey in my brain something to do. And then yeah. I'd go back and sit down again. But if I had tried to do that for like 40 minutes, guaranteed that that 20 minutes of just sitting there is a waste yes. of everybody's time. Um, so how, like, have you ever struggled with that kind of concentration and focus that you need to do that? I think it's all about the passion. Uh, if you really want to get it done, you will get it done kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, initially, I spent six hours because I really wanted to learn the technique mm. because I knew if I didn't learn it properly, yeah. because it happened for one of the weeks, I didn't do it pretty well and he said, this week I'm not going to teach you new techniques because we haven't mastered yet. So this one hour you have to do the same technique, practice the same technique and show me before you go. Yeah. So that entire day was a waste mm. and probably the next week also was a waste because I didn't know a new move or a technique. Probably that could be a reason I wanted to spend more time and make sure that I master initially because I didn't want to let myself down for another week mm. because I didn't want to, I wanted to learn a new move mm. to show off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and learn a trick. Probably that could be a reason that I spent more time and stuff. Yeah. And probably another reason could be, as I told you, he showed me tricks. Yeah. Mm. That motivated me to learn and to do the same trick, mm. you know, probably yeah. could yeah, be a yeah, reason. Absolutely. It could be, I don't know, it could be a different technique that he used on me, which worked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting to, because I, I, I recently read a book called Who Not How. All right. Um, and basically, the, uh, you don't even need to read the book. That's basically the whole point of the book. But in terms of when you're trying to achieve something or you're trying to, you know, uh, whatever objectives you might have, we often think about how I'm going to reach this objective how right. am I going to do it what's my strategy what do I need to do etc um, and the whole point of this book is it's not who is not sorry how is not the question but it should be who yeah. who is going to help you get there and it's interesting that your story is very clear and the more I listen to people's stories over the past few weeks after I've read that book I'm like there's always some person who is important in you becoming or you achieving what you want to achieve and that person obviously what was his name the 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 name is Nana. Nana. Yeah, Nana. Yeah. 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 And surprisingly, he's not performing magic anymore. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he stopped performing magic because he also left Sri Lanka about six, seven years ago. Okay. He went to the Middle East, and there he, I didn't, I think he didn't have an opportunity to perform. Yeah. And uh, gradually he stopped. Yeah. Uh, performing magic. Uh, so I speak to him on and off. Yeah. Uh, and he said that he's, he hasn't performed for a long time now. Well, you should send him this podcast. And uh, if you're listening, Nana, you're, 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 you're the important man in, in Buddy's life. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a very cool story. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to... I'm, I'm going to be really selfish. Can we finish with a trick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how this will go down on the podcast. So if you're listening, um, obviously you're not going to be able to see this. But, you know, I'm just being selfish. And... Um, Let's see what we can do. I don't know uh, whether uh, no one will be seeing it. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's just you seeing it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Perhaps we can. I, I can narrate it as we as we go along. Yeah. So okay, because uh, there's no one here, people might think that I influenced you. I told you to pick a card or whatever, right? Okay. So this is a normal pack of cards, and I want you to pick from any point you want. A card, okay. So uh, uh, half of the deck. No, cut the deck ah, cut at the any deck. point. Yeah. 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 Look at the card that you picked. At the bottom. Yeah. Okay, so I'm turning over the back. Yeah. And it's the, the nine of diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> you said that you saw something yeah. while ago, right? You're a freak, man. Yeah, that's so... I don't know how you do that. You picked at any point. You should have picked at any point. Yeah. But uh, if you... I don't know, the listeners will not see this, but... Uh, I saw your story before yeah. you came Yeah, so in. I posted a story. It's just one hour ago. Yeah. And I posted a story with the entire card back... Uh, spread with the nine of diamonds upside down. Yes. Saying that you will pick the nine of diamonds. And Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> how, did you, how did you do that? Yeah. That's what I want to ask, <laughs> but I'm not going to ask because I'm just going to leave it and just say that it's magic. That's uh, brilliant though. Uh, yeah. I do want to ask how you do that, but you're not going to tell me, so that's okay. Um, if I tell you, can you keep a secret? <laughs> well, I can. I don't know about the people listening. <laughs> But man, that's incredible. So you put that up on your story because just before you came in, like as I said, we're we're both a little bit hungover, right? Well, we came we came our, our separate ways. We we got to this place. We both arrived a little bit late, and to to come down to let you into where we're recording, uh, we have to go down like two or three flights of stairs. So I looked at my phone at that time, um, and you said you were outside here. I looked at your story on Instagram, and it was this. It was like, I think it said, you will pick the nine of diamonds. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to uh, write as Mark will pick the nine of diamonds, but I didn't want to put your name in because you might see the see the story before. I had that feeling you might see the story before and you yeah. figured it out. It's for me. Yeah, you know, I was wondering if it was for me or not. I was like, I didn't want to be too big headed. Oh, this is just for me. But uh, that is fucking amazing. Um you're a very talented man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, very talented. And it's very cool. I love the way magic makes you feel. I don't feel so hungover anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done that to people. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've performed tricks and then be like, ah, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel drunk now. I can have more beers, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's amazing. Um, buddy, thank you so much. Oh, um, well, we'll put a link in the description to anything that you want. We can include a YouTube and Instagram or whatever you want. We can include it. Yeah. You can send it on to me um, and pay attention to to your um, social media or our social media because hopefully we'll have a, a full performance from you right. um, in, in January. It would be, would be really, really oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and we'll have the dates of that confirmed by December and we can let people know and I really recommend coming. You're... Uh, genuinely good at what you do um, I've no fucking clue how you do it and that's the beauty of it right yeah that's the beauty that's, of it that's uh, that uh, how can I say the that question mark is what makes magic uh, amazing and nice yeah yeah when you get to know how it happens you're like ah and yeah so I don't want to know exactly I don't want to yeah. know um, so that's what happens when, when the trick is being revealed on YouTube or wherever, wherever. The value of magic goes down. Yeah. That suspense, that, that 
question mark is is the beauty of magic you know? yeah absolutely and yeah let's leave it there yeah thank you so much oh no water thanks for having me <laughs>